0: being able to describe what we need is in itself is an important exercise right whether it's um, someone to get in our well if we need encouragement if we need celebration if we need you know the ability to have sort of a space for loss and mourning or listening or there's a number of you know characteristics we, we tend to reference which i appreciate and these are so beneficial because it's not just what you get when you stay that, but actually getting to the point where you can articulate what you need in a better way is, is improved. Not only just the way I get value out of the life team, but it's improved the way in my marriage and my ability to articulate to, to my wife what I'm needing in any particular moment in, in, a, in a business setting, right? Saying, oh no, this is actually what I need, right? Like it, It's helping us articulate really what we're feeling inside in, in a more intelligent way. Hey,
1: welcome to the Consultant and the Coach podcast. Today, we are going to dive into life teams. And you know, it's one of those things, if there's not a community out there helping you achieve what you try to do in business and in life, um, some bad things can happen. There's just a lot of things, you know, going on. So hey, today, Consultant and the Coach bring you life teams and why they are so vitally important. Well, hey, welcome to the Consultant the Coach podcast. I have my buddy Josh here and today we're talking life teams and you're like a life teams for crown. This life teams are amazing. They will change your life if you don't have a bullpen of people that you can trust, depend, ask for things for, run items by, ideas by. Uh, it's all about life teams this, today. So, hey, uh, what's the scripture for today, Josh?
0: Yeah, uh, so scripture for today, Proverbs 27 and 17. I think we've even used this one before, mm-hmm. but iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another, and that's not to exclude women, um, but people can sharpen each other. Absolutely, and men we, and women. Absolutely. Um, and I think the other thing you're just throwing on there as we think about that scripture verse um, and just recalling, if you those of you who have been listening for a while, uh, we have... Talked about competency, we've talked about character, we've talked about community. A couple of weeks ago, uh, during the holidays, you heard our podcast specifically on community. I think that came out between Christmas and New Year's. So happy New Year's if, if we haven't wished you that already. Um, and as a follow-on to that one from a couple weeks ago, now that we're into 2022, we thought we'd talk about specifically an application of life teams, a, a place and a manifestation of this concept of sharpening, a sharp concept of accountability and support mm-hmm. um, that a lot in our community are, are desperately in need of. It's, it's really the this missing ingredient. I mean, most of the people in our community, I think, have probably a high degree of competency likely have a high degree of character that probably varies some but then community really for some people is just huge gaping hole absolutely and
1: and and, and it's a shame because i think no one ever says i don't want community
0: right and true
1: community and it doesn't have to be hey we sing sit around a fire and sing kumbaya i'm talking real community Mm -hmm. what do we need and that looks different for different people
0: yeah yeah so um I think, I think trying to talk about a little bit about, you know, what life teams and what's different about it than just general community might, make my sense, and, and Eric, you have some thoughts on this too, is, is is generally something that's a little bit more intense than maybe just having a friendship. You meet with someone uh, regularly, maybe more specific, intentional, and accountable form of community. Oh yeah. Um, you can have lots of community in your life, but maybe not a life team. So it's sort of like, um, a square is a rectangle, a rectangle is not a square, mm-hmm. um, what else do you think of this distinct about a life well, team? Well, and,
1: and when I say life team, I'm not talking, you know, even a small church group or, you know, mm-hmm. a book club.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: When I talk about a life team, I'm talking about being almost tra- 100% transparent amongst a small, small group mm-hmm. of people, uh, whether it be comrades, friends, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And I... I, I know a lot of people who have been in the military, and it's really fascinating. Almost all people who have been in the military, and I would say those that have been, on, been in the military and gone to war and fought in war, it's fascinating. Their band of brothers and what they think of them is amazing. Mm-hmm. They, and it, it, It's like they almost long for it because when you go to war with someone— you have, to de- you have to completely depend on the group mm-hmm. around you. Now, I've never been in the military. I know a lot of people who've been in the military, though. Yeah. That's a good life team. It's who are you going to go to war with? What men, what women who who have your back, mm-hmm. I will defend you. I will help you. I will love you. I will confront you. I will, you name it. Mm-hmm. That is a good life
0: team. And I think we all need it. Yeah. Well, and I think for those who maybe who follow in terms of faith perspective with us, you know, there's a lot of churches, we have small groups, and those are, you know, pretty transparent uh, spiritually. What those tend to lack is the more comprehensive nature of surrounding yourself with people on a life team. Um, who have a depth of understanding of what you actually do, right? Yeah. Professionally, right? And well, that's, and that's where so this comes to together. I'm going so
1: far as to say most yeah. church small groups should function as a life team, and frankly, they're horrible. Absolutely
0: horrible. Yeah, and I think part of that is you get a you get a tapestry of diversity in the church of people from all different walks of life and background, which I don't think is a bad thing. But I no, think that's it's diversity is good. Yeah, it's it is. It's I think I think the trick is balancing diversity with intentionality in a life team in terms of. Uh, people who have enough knowledge of what you do professionally and from a leadership perspective, that I could maybe gain something spiritually from someone in a small group who's you know great fit, but their life and their and their background is so different than mine. In a life team, it just may not be terribly helpful to me or to them.
1: Yeah, and and this is where even amongst our life team, we're in the same life team. Mm-hmm. But as I realized about two years ago, I needed a life team, and I started to build a life team. Um, Unlike the church where you'll jump into some small groups, you're going to have a great deal of diversity, which is a good thing. So you might have some really highly educated people, multiple degrees, as well as people who might be a single parent with no degree. And so you have this gaping hole of like you're really almost talking to like an adult child sometimes. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, how is this person going to invest in in me as a person? And So even in one of the recommendations, I would say, if someone is going to start a life team, be very, very selfish who you invite. Invite people who can compliment you well, but are also along the same level. So with our life team, we have business owners. Mm -hmm. We have really great thinkers because that's what I needed. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, if I want to, I'm part of a small group at church as well, too but I don't grow as much as our life team as an example. So how we, you know, when I think of life teams and, you know, I started uh, our life team by literally writing down 30 to 40 names down and just literally going one by one. I wrote down men. I wrote down women. I wrote down Christians. I wrote non-Christians. I wrote, you know, it's one of those things. And it really helped me realize what what kind of team do I want to um, have in my life. And one of the things I did, I don't know, I even told you this I I took I was I told my wife hey I want to start this and these are people I'm going to open my life to are you okay if I invite Josh into my life team are you okay if I you know and I actually asked my wife is it okay because it's one of those things I wanted her to approve mm-hmm. and you know there's some people she's actually there's some i like I want to invite so and so she goes I don't feel comfortable with that
0: okay I will
1: respect that
0: yeah 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 well and we're both fortunate to have wives who are very much more insightful than we are. So in some areas, (laughs) yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell me more, like, let's talk a little bit about our life team. Um, tell me about just how it works. What's the pattern, you know, what are some of the mechanics of, well, some of the, that team? So
1: when, when we started or when I started our life team, yeah. I was very uh, burnt out. I, and what I mean by that, I was burnt out being part of so many lousy groups and teams and mastermind groups and you name it. And I had to ask the question, if I was going to start a team, what would give me the most amount of energy? And what I needed was I needed to be able to ask for what I needed in a transparent way, and be honest. Mm-hmm. And so now, for, I'm going to open myself up. I had, This necessarily had to be a group that I trusted. If I said, hey, Josh, here is a wart in my life, you're not going to take that, post it on Facebook, or break me over it. Mm-hmm. And so when starting a life team, figure out what is it that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of how, and, and I let you know, hey, Josh, I'm going to go into this. And for us, I think we spent 15 minutes... We get to decide what we need. So we go, you know, we, we meet, greet, talk coffee and lunch. Hey, what happened with our kids? Yada, yada, yada. But then what we do is we say, hey, Josh, today I need containment. I'm going to share with you what went down at work or what went down with one of my kids. And I'm just going to share. I need nothing more than containment. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, hey, this is what I need. And your job is just to listen. I'm not asking for advice. I asked you for containment. Mm-hmm. Whereas other times I might say, "Hey Josh, I have this business decision. I don't know what to do. I need actually recommendation from your point of view. What should I do?"
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think that's a healthy life. You know, how about you from from your perspective?
0: Yeah, I mean, I like that. You know, we have a, a pattern around how we're able to articulate, kind of using a number of different. I think. Um, feelings or needs um different words we use that that help to sort of convey to the group what we're needing right Mm -hmm. because just talking about our weeks is one thing but being able to um describe what we need is, is in itself is an important exercise right whether it's um someone to get in our well if we need encouragement if we need celebration if we need you know the ability to have sort of a space for loss and mourning or listening or there's a number of you know characteristics we, we tend to reference which i appreciate um and these are so beneficial because it's not just what you get when you stay that but actually getting to the point where you can articulate what you need in a better way is is improved not only just the way i get value out of the life team but it's improved the way you know, my marriage and my ability to articulate to to my wife what i'm needing in any particular moment in, in a in a business setting right mm-hmm. saying oh no this is actually what i need right and like it, it's helping us articulate really what we're feeling inside in in a more intelligent way
1: the the example that comes to my mind is and i wish i had the scripture passage but you know jesus encountering the woman at the well mm-hmm. there was a encounter there you know where jesus is talking to the woman at the well and what happens is you know they the kind of going back and forth and he's like yeah you have five and he tells her yeah you've had five husbands And the man that you're with right now is not your husband. But he accepts her for who she is. And I think that's an idea of what true community is. Mm -hmm. And in 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 a perfect life team, and there is no perfect life team, you know, this side of heaven. However, what you see, though, is... He accepted her for who she is. And I think that's what we desire as a community. We want to be accepted for wherever we're at in our life. Mm-hmm. Now, what I also love about that spiritual example is Jesus, this woman had flaws.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He still accepted her. He actually told hey, go and sin no more, which is impossible, by the way. Right. But yet she was so encouraged. hmm by the encounter, she went and told everyone about it. I think that is that's what in a perfect life team, hey, they know everything and this is awesome. And now that we'll get into do we tell this to the person in the grocery store checkout line? I would say probably not. Right. <laughs> Safe places, unsafe places. And sure. whoever we invite to be part of our life team, that's kind of what we should have.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think what you're talking about at least is that radical balance of acceptance, but, um, the ability to also tell us where we're wrong and tell us where we need to change and improve. Yeah. doesn't mean we're not accepting the person, but we're not necessarily accepting certain behaviors or mm-hmm. patterns or dysfunctions or, because the, the goal is you're opening yourself up to the reality that you don't have it all together. Therefore mm-hmm. that's why you're joining the life team. Right. I mean, I think that's, that's part of the, the goal.
1: Yeah, It, it is. Yeah. And, you know, and when we can be transparent, we can then, um, you know, the big three I, I, I use, I, I borrow this from Patrick Lencioni is to be humble, hungry and smart. We need mm-hmm. to be humble. Hey, I, I, I blew it here. Mm-hmm. We're to be hungry. How can I, I need to be putting in the work myself and mm-hmm. we need to be smart. And I think yeah. as, as we come together, a really good life team we can multiply our work. Whereas if you're just going to be a lone ranger, if I'm going to be a lone ranger, yeah, we'll still make money. We'll still do whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We could be so much better if we work together though.
0: Yeah. What, um, before we talk a little bit more about some of the, the what and the why's behind these, if you, I know, I think you've been a part of other similar mm-hmm. life teams. What are other formats or, or, um, Forms or functions of life teams that you've experienced. I mean, we have one that gets together. It's every other week. It's yep. in person. But you've uh, been other met ones, on online ones and others, uh, right? I, I mean.
1: I've seen. I've seen them in churches. I've seen them in business groups. I've seen them uh, a number of ways, and they wouldn't be called a life team this way I've also seen it called mastermind groups mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. and amongst business communities where yeah. business leaders put their ideas together hey what about this and that is a version of a life team more on a more on a business level I don't even know if mastermind is trademarked but it probably is so hashtag mastermind but weren't like, so <laughs> but I don't want to get you, trouble. Can, you can do it in a lot of different ways yeah and our goal is to be you know as as you mentioned earlier I love what you said you said We want to grow in competency, character, and community. Mm -hmm. And so we need to make sure we're growing in all three of those ways. In a perfect life team, we do all of it in one place. You might need three separate life teams or a version of that. What does it look like?
0: Yeah. No, so I think, you know, what I'm hearing is sort of zero in on in terms of life teams in particular is is I think these are a set of individuals, I think, recognizing that these folks know a lot about each other. This Mm -hmm. is pretty deep. Um, So not not for the faint of heart and willingness to really open up. Um, But I think what's other particularly distinct, both having experienced it but talking about it with you, is these are folks who are in it for each other's mutual benefit. And there's not a designated leader, coach, Mm -hmm. boss. Like those are other things. Those are other relationships. And there's the time to lead a group. Yeah. Um well tell me about that. Have you seen life teams with a life team leader? Does that exist or is it mutual is it specifically a group of peers?
1: It does exist and I have seen it. Okay. But the moment that there's a leader, right. um, that leader has to coordinate instead of completely opening himself or herself up. Right. Now I do want to go down a slight tangent because I've seen some people say, Well, I don't need a life team. I have my wife and I have my dog. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if you think your wife is going to be everything, I'm sorry, she's not. Or if you think she is, I guarantee you she's going to blow up because she cannot handle, or at least my wife cannot handle all that I am. And my dog, being all accepting, is not very smart. I mean, she eats chicken poop, for crying out loud. (laughs) Love my dog. So it's one of those things, I, I want my wife to be my friend and my lover i don't want her to be this all encompassing everything in my life she's not you know that's why i have brothers and sisters
0: right yeah well and and this is part of you know a life team plays a role it's also not all encompassing you can't get everything from a life team either um but i think you're right i think i think for people to take this away of a life team in terms of how this applies to the community aspect is mutual investment deeply sharing building each other up giving back um, basically what each person asks for. You know, like, I need this yeah. this week. Perfect. We're mm-hmm. going to give that to you, whatever that is, you know, encouragement, celebration, grief, mm-hmm. sadness, um, just coming alongside and sitting with someone through a period, um, well, and whatever it looks like. I
1: would say if you're part of a life team or a mastermind group or you name it, if it's not giving you what you originally signed up for, leave. Yeah. I'm serious. Le- yeah. Cut it, you know, and, and a good orchardist, we live in an ag area. Yeah. If you have a tree that's not producing fruit, don't cut it down first. Let's fertilize it first. Then let's trim it. But after all of that, yeah. if it's still not giving fruit, it's time to cut it down.
0: Well, and some of this would be, you know, looking at looking at what you have today and comparing it to some of the things we're talking about, whether or not it's it, it may hopefully or giving you some food for thought on what you have in your community is giving you what you need or not. Yeah. Um, and and let's, let's kind of quickly recap. Why why is this important? Why do we need to have these life teams, this community? What is it about these life teams? Why is it important for us? Well, I, I know the answer. Well, why do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, briefly, it's a bit of a recap from a couple weeks ago, but it, it, for those of us who are, you know, Christians and people of faith, it's it's how we're made, right? Yeah. God made us we're for, made for community. community with each other, with with. A savior. Um, and even if, you know, there's plenty of people who, if you don't share faith with us, would understand there's a depth of need for relationship with others as part of the human condition. Even for those of us like myself who are introverted, I recognize there's a need for depth of relationship with others. Um, and along those
1: lines, here, here's the cool thing. I mean, last week we talked about on site. Mm-hmm. The fascinating thing is, like, even my small group at on site, I'm a Christian. I would say most were not Christian. Hmm. I had a great deal of connection with them. Yeah. It was amazing. It was life-giving. And here, and so what I would go on to say is, we shared all of this. We were thoroughly different people, but yet we connected, and it was life-giving. Yeah. And... It doesn't always have to be someone who you share the same spiritual background. It can, mm-hmm. but how much more if you also share the same spiritual background or the same employment background or something like that? So and it's one of those things. There's a fine line. What does that look like? Yeah, but we're made for community.
0: Yeah, you can't get people that look exactly like you. So we don't want that. That's, yeah, exactly. That's just but, redundant. but I think there's certainly a, a fine line to think about how to shape your team, people around you, with with enough of characteristics that are the same. But enough diversity that it's particularly enriching, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let's talk about the last thing. That so how how does someone go about doing this? What's the what are the what? Are, how are we giving them some guidance here on building out this life team?
1: Well, sometimes if if you're so out of whack, it's it's helpful to have a coach walk you through it. Yep. And uh, one of my clients right now, th- this is what I'm doing with them is I'm literally walking them through. This is how you start a life team because it is. Um, if you're not apprehensive about this, I would actually go so far as that you should be, because if you open yourself up to the wrong person, yep. you can get really, really hurt. Yep. Um, so there's that, but what I would say and what I did and Hey, create a list. Who do you think would be good on your life? Team? Mm-hmm. Figure out what do you, what are your needs? Yep. And one of the things that I've done when I have, uh, figured someone that needs to be part, you know, like I. I will sit down with people i'll just invite them out to lunch and just have lunch with them mm-hmm. and i in a sense interview them and then i share this is what we do this is what's kind of going on yep. um i will then with our life team I, I gave them the book people fuel by john townsend and say hey this is kind of what we do read the last uh, 15 pages this is the group of comrades and this is what i love to do and hey i'll i'll, I'll touch base with you again in a month if this is something you're interested in and i've mm-hmm. had some of those conversations and uh, that's how we've started our life team. Yep. But then also, I give everyone multiple off ramps because if someone's not bought in, I don't want them part of my life team. Because for me, it's not a ministry thing. It's like, dude, I need you to invest in me. I will invest in you but it's it's got to reciprocate itself.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, no, and a couple things I would just add on to that from another person's perspective, you know, I think to to build on what you're saying, it's it's probably landing at least in the beginning one to three other people. Yeah. You know, we're mm-hmm. not even talking about 10, we're talking one to three others. Maybe it grows, but yeah. it's one to three others. Um not necessarily looking for a leader, right? I think there's to your point earlier, there's different roles a leader in our community might need. Uh, in the consultant and coach, in the coach group, you, you may need a, a coach, right? We talked about that. Mm-hmm. You, If you're married, then your spouse is probably playing a particular role to fill certain sets of needs. Um, but then this life team then is sort of filling a different niche of needs, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's differences there. Um, and I would also go that once
1: you start, yeah. this can't just be meet once a month. Right. I mean, there's. It could be twice a month. It's got to be, I'd say, twice a month, and even then, check-ins in addition to that. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying, hey, we have you, new best friend all the time. Check-ins via text message, via phone, via whatever. Because yeah. what happens is if you only see each other once a month yeah, you can kind of connect, but there's not the everyday life. Sometimes things blow up or sometimes, Hey, this is what happened. Or the just the everyday mundane.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, as an example of that too, that hopefully encourages folks, you know, I think with our life team, which I appreciate is it's not like life doesn't happen for the two weeks between we meet. So Mm -hmm. when I have a significant need or just need to vent i can text you guys Mm -hmm. or i can give somebody a call and just scream or i can ask for prayer or i can you know whatever those things are because it's it is there's again once you get in the pattern of articulating what you need you realize that there's something you need most days and so when there is that piece of like acute need that you feel between the group you can just say hey guys i need this or hey i want to celebrate this
1: can you do a life team remote can you do a life team via zoom
0: yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've I think we've we've talked about that. I think um, there's there's certainly some interest among the consultant coach community for, yeah. for this. So that's something we're looking at. You know, for for folks in our group or, or folks know people like for example they've gone to school with maybe they can reconnect with them and yeah. for this purpose right over Zoom. So it's certainly it's certainly possible. Um, and I think for the consultant coach group, you know, reach out again, if, if there's a, a need there either for a coach, right? Eric can do that. Others, um, or if you're looking to join a group and you don't have an immediate circle, you know, we can try to pair you with some other folks who are similar to you um, and get you set up. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So what else? What's what's next? What's next? Mm-hmm. What
1: What's next week or what else is with Life Team?
0: Sure. Both. Boom. Go. <laughs> life team, keep I moving forward. I hit you forward. with an open-ended question. I
1: would, I would say life team, keep moving forward.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, that, and that's what life teams are all about, right, is getting with other people to keep things in life and business, you know, focused on your values, expressing yourself um, to others in a safe place right so if you haven't found that life team you know dig into it and if we can be of any help to you in that process let us know
1: can i choose our next podcast episode are you gonna get mad oh fine yeah this was a funny conversation our next (laughs) podcast episode is going to be on calendars
0: i think you're going to talk more than me
1: i will calendars are amazing they're the most amazing thing in the world
0: Okay, good. I look forward to hearing this. Yeah, I look forward to listening you to the next have podcast. Said,
1: as as, <laughs> as we come up with podcast ideas, like I want to do this, and Josh is looking at me like, "You're on crack. You, you, this is going to be so dumb." No, calendars are amazing.
0: Okay, and are Apple we are calendars, we lumping Google in task calendars. management or no? Is that no that's a next. I, I
1: I could literally we're doing both hours on calendars. I don't believe it. I
0: love calendars. I don't believe it. You've got twenty ish minutes. I could give you three days. No way.
1: How about so can, Challenge settle, accepted. can we settle for twenty to thirty minutes on calendars we next can week? Do that. Can but we are do we that? doing
0: task management too? Or is no, that that's the next week. That's what's separate. This is separate. You're gonna give me twenty plus minutes just on calendars. I could give you three days. All right. I could do a retreat on calendars. I don't believe that.
1: <laughs> it would be amazing. It would be life-changing.
0: I look forward to you opening my mind to something I've never considered. blow you away. <laughs> so next
1: week, Excellent. I'm consultant in the consultant and the coach. Hey, by the way, thank you for listening. I to hope they come back teams. to download this one. <laughs> Good news for you. I will even write the blog post on calendar. It'll
0: probably be our most downloaded podcast.
1: If it is, you have to buy me Starbucks. I will. So, Deal. How about if it gets more than 50% of our typical other ones— you, you still buy me Starbucks because that shows. If it's, no, no, if it's no, the no! Worst, it's got to set a
0: record. What? It's got to set a record. Okay, it will yeah. set a record. Okay, on calendars. Not half. I gotta like break the record. I'm not gonna buy you Starbucks for only half. Exactly. Next <laughs> week on calendars.
1: If you don't have a great calendar calendar system, how you're how you're running your life and what that looks like frankly, you're going to blow up. You will absolutely blow up if you don't have a great calendar system. So you don't have to listen to next week's podcast. But if you don't, your life will blow up. So next week on The Consultant of the Coach. There you go.
0: Come back and see us. You don't want that to happen.
1: It'll be our most downloaded podcast. So Josh will buy me Starbucks.
0: All right. Hey, until then, <laughs> take care, everybody. go on to
1: theconsultantofthecoach.com, read Josh's latest blog post. And until then, hey, have a great, great week.
0: <laughs> Take care, everybody.
1: Hey, thank you for listening to the Consultant and the Coach podcast. Hey, also go to the consultantandthecoach.com where you can uh, read our latest blog post on life teams. And also, you can reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you about what life teams looks like, especially as business leaders and uh, you know how we can't uh, you know, lead you there. So anyway, thank you for listening to our podcast. And we look forward to coming right back next week.